Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me, Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials, Jacob the Audio Guy. Famous Amos in the anus. Whoa. Fam- famous Amos in the anus? Yep. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies in your butt? That's right. Mm. Don't judge me. Mm, that's okay, judge me. No judgment here. <laughs> I mean, judge only positive judgment? What would that's that be? right. There'd be a lot of crumbs going on, yeah. though. I'm yep. a fan. That's what I guess that doesn't mean. Yeah, positive yeah, yeah. judgment. I'm a fan. Yes. I'm a fan of everything Jacob puts up his butt. Hell yeah. Um, smells like petunias. <laughs> uh, did you read about the guy uh, who shot down a drone in his backyard? It was in my home state, He was correct? in Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. That's why mm-hmm. I was... I uh, did. And he's claiming... The guy was trying to spy on his sunbathing teenage daughter. That's that doesn't seem crazy to me. I was going to say that seems uh, no, perfectly. Uh, doesn't seem crazy, it. but that's his. Call. In the porn version of the very same story, she's just like washing a car in the driveway when he walks by. You know, drone We're bone. in Kentucky. You know, and this girl in Daisy Duke's going like, "Oh, are you new in town?" <laughs> but she's talking to a drone. Hi, drone. My dad's inside, so we can't make too much noise. <laughs> it's running low on batteries. I mean, I, uh, they say that, you know, that there's, there, there's all kinds of, um, I guess gray areas in the law with the impending uh, drone overta- overtaking. Yeah. Do, do you 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 listen to the radio lab about drones? Yes. It's already done, dude. Yeah. No, it's all done. The thing is that radio lab, which is fascinating. Yes. But if you listen to it, yeah. And if you listen between the damn lines, yeah. You know, there are drones everywhere right now. Watching everything. Sure. There's no way one little startup company is the is, only company. Is the only one having this massive success. And oh and they're struggling. They're having troubles. No. No. Maybe you know what? Maybe they are. But the governments are not. They're they they, they these drones can fly so, far so, beyond. I mean, just, we've already got. Let's let's just just to be super clear. There's a radio yes. lab episode with a company that is hired. At first, it was hired to help fight uh, war uh, in the Middle East. Right. Yes. It was and to so, help spot IEDs. Exactly. And so what they could do is they could basically send enough drones in the sky all the time, so that basically you could have a time machine. So as soon as an incident happened, you could rewind time to find out where the traffic patterns were. And then fast forward time to figure out where everybody went afterward. And what they found well, over in the Middle East was that um, these guys would pull off these bombings and then they'd all meet up somewhere yeah, at a house. Go back to a certain house and they'd be able to find it. And so but, this drone, this company with all of its drone actions started solving smaller crimes yes. overseas. And then they used a, it in Juarez. Right. 
in Juarez, New Mexico. Right. Juarez, Mexico. Right. Juarez, Juarez, New New Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Both. They're using two places. Yeah. Yeah. Old and New Mexico. So what this drone does is it flies at an altitude out of sight. Yes. It is so high up there. And every second, it takes a picture. Yes. And so, like you said, it becomes a time travel device, basically. So you can forward and rewind time. Now, their argument right now is that the the pictures are so far back, so distant, yeah. that you're de- dealing with pixels, right? Little pixels moving around. So you're not doing exact science of face identification and all that stuff, but... We know way better than that. No, I, not that, but like... We, uh, got, we got satellites that are orbiting the Earth that can take pictures of license plates. We know that a drone flying up in the stratosphere can do the same if it of, wants to. No, and not that, but if you're a pixel, but they're still using the pixels to figure out who you are eventually anyway. Exactly. And so it's, it's a moot It's just point. like same thing like with, with Facebook. All my Facebook data, I'm just an entry point. I'm just an, uh, uh, mm-hmm. whatever that number is. What's it called when your computer has a number? I don't know. Your uh, name, the name, the computer's name. Oh, that's that's the word I wasn't thinking of. Name. <laughs> uh, the IP address. IP address. I know that a lot of things based on web search are just my so IP I, address. I'm changing my name to IP freely. <laughs> there you go. That's my computer's name. That's, that's, IP that's, freely. That's your rebel. Rebel IP address. I'm a libertarian computer user. I am IP freely. That's R. Kelly's. Everyone else is like, I am IP freely. R. Kelly's is IP address. R. Kelly's like, IP address, IP a face, IP a bed. I've been peeing freely since 1992. (laughs) OG. Uh Best story ever, Dave Chappelle and R. Kelly running into each other. Oh. Do you know the story? <laughs> I know. Chappelle show. I want to piss on you. He oh, that, did, he that did a song because I want to piss on you. Oh, right. I saw, that, yeah, I saw that sketch. Then he tells a story about be- meeting him. Yeah. Dave Chappelle runs into R. Kelly in like a club or something like that. And R. Kelly walks into me and goes like, yo, man, why you got to do a song about me peeing on pooping on people? And Dave Chappelle says, why you got to pee and poop on people? <laughs> Don't don't Legitimate don't go question. talk to Chappelle. No, no matter how crazy Chappelle has gotten, he's still sharper than oh, any of us on our best day. I got to see him in concert. He's brilliant. Well, he basically—I mean—he is an improv comic. He's so good. He never writes his shit down. No, he's so good. And he just gets up and just tries to get it going. And all the stand-up specials like that are like that. And so when you go back and watch him, it's even crazier to think about. He really just gets carried away when he hits a vein, you yeah, know, and just, just goes. He's just slick, man. He's, he's awesome, brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this guy shot down a, a drone in his backyard, and then uh, the drone owners, drone owners, or droners, drone the droners, right, <laughs> mount up, yeah. right, all uh-huh. four of them pack into a car and just go over to that person's house. Hey, getting the sob, we're getting our drone, <laughs> getting the sob, boys, and uh, they say like. Uh, we're going to fucking kick your ass. And the guy's like, I, I still have the gun that I used to shoot down the thing. And they go like, all right, let's talk about this. This kind of the way it went down. Let really? Me. I didn't realize that they came over like a they posse. They came over like, yeah, they came over like a posse to be like, motherfucker. Oh, no. And the guy was like, I still have guns. See, I grew up in Kentucky. You don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't show I up on people's property bad. I wouldn't mount up. You don't up. show up on people's property. Well, that's true. That's the first That's the thing. Rule. Is like, I wouldn't mount up to go anywhere in my own damn town. I would definitely not do it in Kentucky. No. Hey, someone just shot a thing over. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I better not do that. Although, I mean, it's thousands of dollars, the drone. Or yeah. whatever. Well, no. that's it. They're saying that's you, why they're, like, they're saying yeah. pay up. They didn't. Oh no, no, no! They were going to just roll them. They were like, they came over to yeah, be like, no, that's not. Hey, you better pay. 
And the guy's saying, I don't have to pay. Mm-mm. And This is going to be an interesting case. It is going to be an interesting case, although, I mean, none of us here think the guy should pay, right? No. No, I don't. Th- well, well I'm, I'm wondering how know. it's going to because the the FAA is already looking at these drones hard and, and you know trying to trying to figure out all the rules for the for the drones. That's exactly. They're not, that we, we don't have we don't have clarifications for low airspace. They're we don't not have clarifications uh, for certain altitudes. They're not airspace. legal yet in a lot of places. Yeah, right now yeah, they're not the, illegal exactly. No. Well, but I, what I think is going to happen is for these for these low flying, you know, basically the low airspace that you're talking about. Yeah. If you own the property, you own the airspace. That that kind that, of like you know, within a hundred feet. You know, yeah, that, and that's like what's not lower. That's what's not clarified. Right. I think, I think that's I think that's what's on, but, on its but way. Again, when you try to create laws like that retroactively, so what's going to happen is they're going to invent a drone that flies at exactly like super well right. at one hundred twenty-five feet. This is all it's going to. This is you the know. thing. How how high does do you own the sky? Right. And where does that cut off? And it won't do you own the sky? <laughs> it, it won't matter so in three years when that technology has advanced to the point where every drone flies at 50,000 feet. Right. Without and a hitch. Has, and just know, has the, the same the camera, camera they, capabilities. Exactly. Yeah, the camera that's on the U-2 spy plane. <laughs> exactly. It won't matter. The tech's going to catch up with it so fast. That's been the problem with the internet, all these things. We have such fast-moving technology right now, and Congress is so old and dumb oh my god they're so old and dumb not to say i'm not old and dumb too yeah i don't envy them their task of having to regulate this shit i don't know but I they mean, don't really help a lot of websites now ask me if i'm 18 <laughs> yeah thank goodness i always laugh because remember was it was it leisure suit larry dumbest thing right leisure suit larry had to answer like a series of questions to prove you were they would ask you like relevant social and, uh, and historical, historical questions, questions that, that only know. older people so would I was like, know. We've only devolved from like uh, yeah, we've age gone check. down. These are shoot. Larry had better age check <laughs> in <laughs> in eighty four yeah. than <laughs> what yeah. we've got nowadays. Yeah, you've got to uh, now. You better scroll all the way down to nineteen thirty two. Yeah, I think I have that on my Facebook. I'm like eighty years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I, just, I was just like fuck it I'm, I'm 80 I don't want to mess with any of that shit ah, I just don't got it all um, I mean I don't even know if you need to worry about like I mean the, the bottom line is that like if I, I here's here's what I'm trying to argue or at least work out of my head so Bob mm. Bob Cornerveer who's come on Penn Sunday School a bunch of times big friend of Penn First Amendment attorney a lot of times he gets upset like uh, like at um, you know um, uh, Web Revenge porn and stuff like that where yeah. people want to pass new laws he says his you think first, he gets upset about it his first yeah well, exactly um no but his he actually well he gets upset the opposite way um this guy has gone to court for free speech but he's also gone to court to like let telemarketers still call you and stuff like that he's not always well liked but he's a he's right. a big first amendment guy and he basically his first argument is always that we have laws that do this that seems to be the general because that's every time these things come up almost every situation there are so many laws yeah when you when i hear people trying to pass new laws yeah i always get a little shaky quakey exactly and we got enough fucking laws oh man i remember i forgot i was always oh, i was at a taping of green room paul, uh, paul prevents show on showtime back mm-hmm. in the day and Penn was a guest on and i was in the audience and this guy and this kind of thing happens a lot over email but it was seeing it in person was really funny where the guy is like I agree with you on so much. I feel like we agree on so much. I feel like I like I just love I love that you're so outspoken. Um, shouldn't there be a law about? And then Penn just cut him off and was like, like, 
If you're going to start a sentence with me saying, shouldn't there be a law, the chances are I'm going to say no. <laughs> right. Chances are I'm going to say no. Yeah. Um, there, there's enough. I'm sure there are laws, something about invasive. It basically, just declaring this guy's property is, is one thing. One, here's what I'm curious about. He is on his property, and there's a fucking machine in the sky approaching, right? Mm-hmm. So if I were to see, like, I'm trying to think, compare, like, danger, basically. Like, if I were to see, like, a rabid wolf approaching my house, and I shoot him off my yard, but he's coming towards my yard, it feels like I'd be able to prove that I felt compelled to protect my property, yeah. even if they're not on it in that moment. Yeah. I'm talking out of my ass here, and I know this. I know what you mean. But well, just let's, say, under- let's say that wolf but has I wanna, wings. I basically want to make the argument that they're probably... it's a flying wolf. That's exactly where I'm going. Let's go flying wolf. Flying wolf. All right, so you got Airwolf. Yeah. Coming in. <laughs> Airwolf, Airwolf is <laughs> Stringfellow Hawk is yeah. on the way. <laughs> that almost does sound like Airwolf. <gasps> Ma, I'm watching get the my gun. I'm that watching, sounds like an Airwolf. I'm polishing my gun watching my daughter sunbathe. <laughs> right? That's where it gets sketchy for me, too. Because I am from Kentucky, and I know what's actually going on. <laughs> Hey, I don't want you pervs over here interrupting my perv time. I'm not saying that. I'm not I saying, know what's going on. I'm not saying I, I know what is happening. You don't start a sentence Other like, laws, y'all were coming to watch my daughter sunbathe like I was watching her sunbathe. Uh, other laws what? might be getting broken as well. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I'm from Kentucky, y'all. Um, the, uh, I, don't, I don't know, but I know what you're saying. This is. I don't know about laws though. Like, there's. I'm sure there's stuff on the books. I'd just be interested in seeing what's on the books. Right. I'm curious too, because and 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 that's that's the thing that's bothering about the story. I think most people agree that if anything were to invade your, your what your your view of property is, I'm shooting it. Of course, I think you do have a right to shoot it. And right now, everything about what this guy's doing feels. It Actually, feels in very line, self-defensey. It feels very in line with the Second Amendment stuff. That's yep. not bad. That 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 won't come up on the news, right? And right now, I think it's safe to say, for the most part, at least the technology that we plebeians have in our hands, there is not a whole lot Plebes. of there's not a whole lot of weaponized drones. Not what am I saying? Of course there are. That's yeah, so exactly fucking right. shoot it. Yeah, that, what that's, that's, that's where I was I'm going like, with. Wait, the, no, they're they're all weaponized. But that's I mean, where I was going with flying wolf. Is that like? Yeah. I wouldn't even argue property. Yeah, just I would shoot. argue. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's Safety. on that drone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Now that that kid, it was in Colorado, I think the the kid put a handgun on a drone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's you're right. Put a, put they a already did on weaponize a drone. it. He it does remote, not. He could remote fire it. Like he did did, did the whole thing. It does not seem hard in my mind to do that. And well. You know, we're getting a taste of what the other countries have been getting for a while from us. <laughs> you know, yeah. Wait, just wait till wait till one of these. Everyone in Iraq is like, "Oh, really? You guys are worried about this guy's drone?" Because you know, because <laughs> you know, right now a lot of drones are being used to photograph weddings. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. But in other countries, we use them to blow up weddings. <laughs> oh, it's true. I know. <laughs> it's sad. But I still look grown. In Russia, right, a grown wedding up. blow up you. Oh, boo. We were... Drone blow up wedding. Not blow. You want, fi- you want to blow up image of beautiful bride? We just blow up bride. Boom. Ha ha. Picture look good. <laughs> now she is exploded. Um, oh, boy. 
I'm trying to think of any way to change the subject. Um, <laughs> from blowing up weddings? Yes. Nah, nah, I mean, I tried to veer you of, three times away from it. We got a lot of meat on them bones. We were we were on the same page with the implication of it. <laughs> well, okay, so so then, yeah, I think uh, now I'm more and more in this guy's court. Yeah. Aside from like, aside from spending the day creeping out on his own daughter. I read the article, <laughs> and as long as he's not touching, you know, no crime of the mind. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm on the side of that molester. According no. <laughs> to according to the FAA, public airspace is classified as the navigable airspace above 500 feet. Okay, what's the thing? Is so he was in. They were in private airspace. We yes. Accor- oh, okay. I, according to the FAA's kind of general yeah. rules right now, because he didn't shoot 500 feet up. I don't. But, think. but those yeah. but those rules are made for airplanes. I th- I mean I'll be curious to follow the case because I'm sure it'll clarify some stuff. My gut is that I bet there's enough laws on the on the books yeah. without it being yeah. a thing. It's going to be fine, but by the same token, yeah. there's got to be enough laws out there to protect drones because we're using the shit out of drones. I mean, I guess maybe it only counts in other countries. No, no, no. Uh, we don't we don't make them pay for it either. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's no. I mean, there's there's whatever property laws would be property laws. It's still your property. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess they, you know, if you use a remote control car or a remote control robot or tank. Yeah. You know. Which is coming. Yeah. But I mean, let's, let's go low tech, you know, go go back, you know, go back a few years when kids actually used to play outside and you know, like your baseball would wind up in somebody's yard that didn't want to let you come into their yard and get it. And your attached to that baseball was a camera mm-hmm. and a handgun. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I. It was a simpler time. <laughs> <laughs> we just put wolves on our baseballs. The Sandlot. I've uh, <laughs> I've been outclassed twice in two days. I can't believe that. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> it's like school on Sunday. So, uh, one is, you know, when you're in show business, you're told, hey, you know what, you get into this business, you're going to have to miss weddings and other events like that. I actually just found out I have to miss a very close friend's wedding. Because? Uh, the guy I understudy is going on his only vacation he's taken for the entire contract. So you got to do it. And uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm on, and I got to do it. That doesn't mean I try to get out of it. Didn't try to get out of it. Sure, <laughs> gotta like, try. Yeah, well, that's it. Is I, I, all these stories of like, well, show business, show business. I've found many ways to work around them anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I tried to. Call, this story ends with me going on as Christian Gray. Well, that's the thing is, that I know the guy who originated Christian Gray. Oh, I know like, that he lives in L.A. Hey, doing so Chris, anything this week, Chris Grace? I was like, what are you doing at the end of uh, the beginning of September? He's away. Yeah. Then there's then David and Dino from Vegas. I did all this with not talking to my company manager or stage manager or anything. <laughs> well, why would you? Why trouble them? Uh, I just have to show up with the suits and then <laughs> out of here. Um, he's from Vegas and he's played the role, but he's also he's booked. He can't do it either. So I, and then I offer and then I wanted to see if I could pay the difference for my friend to take a vacation on another time, and he said no. So I have to miss a very close friend's wedding. I didn't handle people missing my wedding very well. Really? I, I just, it wasn't that I was upset with them, but it was a frustrating thing for me. See, huh. I gave zero fucks. No way. I, and I still, <laughs> give, I still give zero fucks. Wait, wait, to go are you, to a are wedding. You married? To go, exactly. To go to a wedding, to be at a wedding, to have a wedding. We barely had a wedding. I know. 
And that's the best way to do it. We have covered this. It's the best way to do it. Uh, I don't regret the way I did it. No, I'm just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's just I'll just move on. Fuck it. That's one way. Uh, he handled it great. <laughs> good. So it's all good. But you got you're, you're finally facing up to the realities of show business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That so that's good. that's outclassed number one. Yeah. I don't know that that's outclassed. Uh, you got outmaneuvered. No. 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 He I he could have been upset with me. Oh. I called him. That's right. where I was going with it before you just shat on everything I was talking about. <laughs> I was going somewhere with my story. You're t- he, why would he? Oh, you mean your friend would be upset with you yes. for not permitting the wedding? Yes. I don't get that. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't but understand you, that. No. Do you but get that other people do? No. That's, that's No, no. I don't. I, I don't. Are you aware you, that no, other people do? I'm not aware. I don't get that when you plan a, a fucking event and go, hey, today is arbitrarily going to be my special goddamn day. And if you don't show up, fuck you. Well, suck my butthole. I, you know, I just, I'm going to do that like I, next Thursday. I don't get that. As someone who wants to suck your butthole, I can't <laughs> wait to miss your next event. Yeah, well, you're going to have to wait a long time. I don't have events. I know you don't, but you do know that other people do, right? Yes, Let's just start there yes but I'll say this. People that have events that get butt hurt if I don't show up. That's why you have to suck up their buttholes. They quickly exit my social circle. I don't. I'll just say I don't think my friend. I wasn't afraid of him being butt hurt. That's what I'll say. I'll you say, were afraid that he was going to be upset. I'll say there are other adjectives and the complicated nuances of lifelong relationships that might more accurately describe what I was worried about. More than butt hurt. You think he's going to be more than butt hurt? Could be ass fucked because that's it's get you're getting deep. You get more than butter. <laughs> I know the deeper you get, the I more butter you get. I thought he was gonna get lower intestine hurt. Oh, <laughs> oh. you need some horse trauma. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, no, I, 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 I wasn't uh butt hurt at people missing my wedding. <laughs> the thing about the argument of it being arbitrary works both ways. So, yes, it is absolutely a date you pick out of the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for most people, because after weddings tend to come children and everything else, and it just gets to get more and it's more and more hard to make people get together. Right? I'll grant you that. And so your wedding really is... <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Yes, I'm moving slowly, Your Honor. So the wedding is the final hangout. It is the last. Yeah, it is probably your. It is probably your first and last opportunity to try to get everyone you count as someone you love as a, your inner circle of your family to get into one room and party with each other. Okay, that last sentence clears up a lot for me. Yeah, because I mean everything like, that you, everyone that you love and care about as your inner circle of your family. Yeah, fairly non-existent. For me. <laughs> They were all. I have a wedding. lot of good friends. <laughs> yeah. I do not have what I would consider a inner circle of my loved one's family. No, I, I said circle because there's family and loved ones. That's I know what, what I mean. you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. And you just don't care. Not really. But you do understand <laughs> that other people care about. Not really. People. I don't. I don't quite. I don't quite get it. I really don't. This but you're a, aware of it. I under. I see it. I see it, and I'm repulsed. You <laughs> didn't you come to my wedding? I did come to your wedding. Yeah. It was a great time. It was fine. That's that's all I'm talking about. But were you repulsed by the idea that we had everyone there in the room? Not at all. <coughs> Touched, if anything. However, that was you, Matt's you're, uncle. You're not family. Oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> You're talking about your family. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just my family that I don't care to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm getting to. Well, here's the thing. That's I what mean, I'm getting right. That let's just get right down to I'll, it. I don't want to hang out with my family. Well, <laughs> there are okay. So th- that is that is something that comes up with weddings a lot that you did skip, which is that there are uh, family uh, that you feel obligated to invite. Right. So in order to avoid all that shit, because I never, yes, I never see my family. Growing up, I never yeah. really saw my family. Yeah. I can count on my hand the amount of times I went to go see family. Right. Like outside. And that was it. It was just basically my parents, my brother, and myself pretty much all the time. We would go occasionally to Hardensburg for Christmas maybe three or four times during my growing up years. Yeah. That's it kind of thing. But not any kind of extended state. Didn't, you know, not relationship building. And we were just, we were far away from everybody. Right. That's a big part of it, right? Absolutely. If yeah. you're far away, that's it. Yeah. They didn't have any like but but then the other side of that is like I don't I don't care for the obligation yes. feelings of that shit. Sure. We should hang out. Well, why the fuck should we hang out? Because well, we're family. Suck my ass. <laughs> what does that mean? I think we're really getting to the bottom of your issues is not with your family. Is that your butthole doesn't get sucked enough? That's right. <laughs> That's really it. It's That's really where all these arguments get keep right down, to, down it. to it. Not enough butthole sucking. It just. We I started the episode delving in Kentucky life, and then here we are. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I don't understand it from my own point of view. That's that's fine. No, no, I definitely understand that you don't there, and and you also you and I are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, I never even bitch about having to go to a wedding. I right, and I'm like, oh, wedding. Everyone kind of bitches about like a wedding. They go, I am, I, I just go ahead. You love it. It's an arbitrary value, just like anything else. You and love I, it, and I'm cool with it. See, you're a fan. I don't. I'm, I'm not cool, even a fan of the I'm whole cool thing. I'm cool with the policy of like, if there's, we all we all share an excuse to clear the board, right? Like, I still celebrate Christmas not because of anything having to do with Jesus, but I agree with the idea that at the end of the year. We line up. They're going to be some, some arbitrary hangouts, yeah. Where we just clock out of our jobs and focus on other things and relax and enjoy each other's company and just go to people's houses and and you know whatever. Like I love see, that now. That idea. See now, I think part of that is me having so early on, yeah, started theme park work, yes, and never looking back. Holidays since my early twenties have been work days. Period. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. Always work on holidays. And and, uh, and that became just an a thing and now it's like almost like just instilled like you work on holidays. I, that's where the good money is. Yep. And that's, you know, that's and, just when you do it. And I do agree with you uh you know, and I despise holiday travel as well. There there are oh, the holiday travel is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And 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 once you have oh, yeah. and trust me, once you have kids and and these are the things that I'm like, why do people continue to subject themselves to this? We my wife and I have been pretty creative about getting around it. Oh yeah. We've done things like we've flown on Christmas, you know? Yeah, right. We've yeah. gone home and had Christmas uh-huh. and we fly on Christmas. Yeah, yeah I've flown on Christmas smart thing several times. Right, right, right. Um, you know, there are ways. There are ways, but it's, it just gets hard. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not because the holiday. It's just that the, the holiday matters. It's that that's the time that we've all put aside. So we know that no matter what your lifestyle is, yeah, chances are you've put that time aside. Yes, that's why it, it happens. That's why it sucks. I got you. Yeah, I got you. So, uh, 
the 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 reason for that I had to call today to clear up the wedding thing was because I got a text that said you're gonna love the reading I've selected for you for the wedding. Oh, <laughs> and I was still hadn't. I was actually trying to get his address because I was gonna. The you know I he is the one. This guy is my friend Pete. He is the opposite of me. Whenever we get together with his friends or my friends, our friends don't understand how we're friends with each other. <laughs> he is uh, literally the president of the Young Republicans Club in New York City. Whoa. Awesome. He is a very rich stockbroker, and he and I grew up uh, right on the corner from each other. Mm-hmm. He went to all private schools. I went to public schools. Now I'm starting to see why you want to go to this wedding. Oh, it's going to be it's crazy. It's going to be amazing. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a crazy Well, here's, here's one thing I'll say, Matt. Yeah. You know we live in the future. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to be able to Skype in on this motherfucker. Uh, that is, that's, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Especially with the time difference. I think it would work out. Skype in. Oh, that's a good idea. I should, you know, I worked for a company where they, you know, those robots with the iPads on the, uh, on the, on the gyroscope. Where they walk around. Where they walk around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did use that legitimately in business yeah. and I attended meetings, mm-hmm. uh, as a robot. Well, even now you can just do the FaceTime. You yeah. Can yeah, just, yeah. I can just do you it. You can be at the wedding. You could. I'm going to call virtually. My friend, my friend uh, yeah, my other close friend. I mean, this is, a, this is a big one. This is one that, like, I understand. See, this is the thing. There's it's, a lot of close is, friends are going your, to be getting together. Yeah, and not we all see, live in different places of the country now, so yeah. it would have been awesome. I did a wedding last year uh, for my buddy Rick. Yeah, that was you know, I got I was best man. Yeah, he was best man at my tiny wedding, mm-hmm. and yeah, and that was fun. A lot of friends. Yeah. You know, close people that that I understood making the making the effort for. Yeah, and he is the, like his 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 mom like raised him so like like he's the kind of place if you went to a party at his house there was always like a wine and there's like a, a cheese and fruit plate in every room right and like this is like the way that his is he's grown up with a certain level you know of what? hospitality if and all this I... other stuff and so he's the one who taught me like you really especially as the as the world gets crazier when you really need to express something you write a handwritten letter yeah. And I was got his address. I texted him his address to write this handwritten letter, and I was going to send like a, a gift with it. Yeah. And then he sent me that text. That and he's was like, like, "I got to get this to him." Now. Which is like exactly. It's not like, yeah, okay. "All right, I'm going to get in the mail." Yeah. And no, then no, once no, that no, fruit no. basket arrives, <laughs> yeah. we can all have will a be forgiven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, this has to be a phone call." Well, see, now, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, I used to have big parties back in Kentucky in high school. Like, yeah. we used to have, you know. 20, 30 kids come over to the house and very, you know, very much like this was the hospitality hangout, everybody chilling. Yeah. You know, just one of those kind of things. I guess maybe I'm just done with it. That might or, be true. Or also. the other part of it, I. I Did you only throw parties to meet girls? Dude. Well, that's probably why you have the reason why you're done with it. I didn't throw parties. I was going to say, he I never threw, threw a party. I threw parties to play video games. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. If I'd been throwing them to ha- meet girls, I'd want to do it still. Maybe? No, no, what? no. I, that was my argument. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I, I'm oh, wrong. Yeah. No, it's, it's, no, I didn't. No. So I don't know. I, think, I threw a I lot think, of parties, but it was always like... To meet girls. I think part of it, too, is... is um, I, uh, I'm i losing my train of thought here. I don't know. Just it's, I, I don't want to inconvenience people. That's a, that's a thing for me. Yes. I don't want to inconvenience other people. I do know... I have friends like that. My father's actually really like that. He just nah. considers everything involving him and someone else to be a burden on the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. I, I, I feel that. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I do a little bit. A little. So but... like, I understood that like Vegas was a destination wedding. Yeah. So I knew that everyone was coming 
We're all over the place. And that's another thing too. Like being in Vegas, the trying to get me out of Vegas. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not happening. You want to do something? You want to see me? Yeah. Come to Las Vegas because I'm busy a lot of the time. You just totally turned your argument inside out. What? Because now you're saying that you don't want to be a burden, but now you just told everyone they have to come here to see you if they want to see you at all. <laughs> I'm saying I don't want to be a burden. I don't even want to see you. But if you want to see me, then come to Las Vegas. You sound really Donald Trumpy right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how it is. You just that, that made it sound more like Donald Trump. <laughs> now call well, me a loser. No. <laughs> no. Is that a little Trumpy? What in that? You just because at first you have this. I've I don't want to burden people. You don't want to burden people. Yeah. But then you're like, whatever. You want to come see me? Then come to Vegas. That's because that to me, you're putting all the burden on them to put an effort into seeing you versus you putting an effort to go see them. But I don't want to see them. <laughs> So this is the thing. Yeah, it's a burden. It's right. a double burden. Yeah. As I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> yeah. Anna's going to slap you across the back. Oh, no, right. she's yeah. not. No, we are married for a reason. Yeah. We are both hermits. In fact, <laughs> she listens to the podcast just so she can just have a conversation with Paul without him in the room. She can go in another room and be like, I'm talking to you right now. Leave me alone. Yeah, basically. And listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we need our space. I, know, I understand that I am like, <laughs> I have and would gladly... Even if I had only had a window to go to this wedding, like if I had to fly, go to the wedding, turn around and get right back on a plane and come You'd home do it. and spend the money to do it, I would do it. And I wouldn't think twice about it. That's and I cool. have done stuff like that before. That's and cool. I really don't care. I don't care about driving. I never care about driving. I have been the person that people call when like, oh shit, I'm stuck here. Or, hey, this is really weird, but I need a ride. Yeah. To this. I've been that person because I don't even remember it. Uh, years later, they'll be like, I always wanted to think. I'm like, I honestly forgot that I did that. Like, I never care about it's traveling. Down. I don't care. Uh, and I don't care about going to weddings because of the arbitrary value of it. So it was unusual for me to not find a way to make this happen. And I joked with him because he's known me my whole life. And I said, you know me. If I did not have two kids, you know that I would have quit my job to come to this wedding. Because I would have done something like that in the past. And I would have been like, all right, I'll just go to the wedding, come back, look for a job. I've made decisions like that in the past. Uh-huh. And I would do that again. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So... Uh, he took he didn't it all, get to where he's at by keeping a job. He took it all in stride, and uh, I keep my job. Good. And, uh, what'd you say, Jacob? I said you didn't get to where you're at by keeping a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I went back for that. That was good. That's good. That's good. That was refreshing. Um. Anyhow, and then uh, the second outclassing was uh, from uh, at uh, dot com. Oh, you got a response? Yes. And the person was uh, very classy about it, uh, said certain things were misinterpreted, and they pointed out certain factors that were totally correct. The main one being that we blitz you all the time with, oh my God, who the hell cares while you're talking? Uh-huh. And we rarely play that segment for me. Yeah. And uh, Here's the thing. I don't care. That's just it. <laughs> I don't care. Deep down, I do not give a fuck. And that's what that's the difference. You care. Well, the, the, no, no, there, no. But there, no, there's a specific reason that it gets played at Paul and not at Matt. Because I do it all the time. Well, there's that too. 
But no, because when when Paul goes off on a tangent, it's it's not that we play it at Paul and we don't play it at Matt. It's I play it at Paul and don't play it at Matt. Because when Paul goes off on a tangent, it's about something that I don't know or care about. There you go. And when Matt goes off on a tangent, it's usually about something that I'm jumping in with to uh, to talk to well, talk about the New York Giants or whatever it is too. At the very least, this was I was talking about a show that I wrote on and, we were, and yes. it was giving behind yeah. the scenes action. So if if you if Paul were talking about the season of wrestling he wrote on. And right. then we play a whole different, a different. Oh deal. boy, to be able to be a wrestling writer, but also what a dream. Also, to clear it up is that and <laughs> first just, you just punch, a, just a, <laughs> then you punch. Just a, just a little. Have you been reading my my wrestling fiction? <laughs> I applied for a job as a wrestler as a uh, for the WWE. You and every other improv comedian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. It's a yeah. lot. It's a big thing. We were. Recru- I was recruited. Yeah, and um, uh, it would have been a big fucking job. It was. It, oh yeah, yeah. You, you do yeah, do a lot you of get writing, into that, but that's a job, man. Oh, it was unreal. It was. It basically was. Like you talk about you, you talk about committing your life to a gig. It was fifty weekends a year. Yeah, you're there. Yeah, you live that life. Yeah, that's it. And it'd be more than that. Believe me. No, it was it was way more complicated. Basically, I basically had to ask for an astronomical amount of money. I knew they would say no to yeah. in order to do it because I, not only was I underqualified for the job in the first place, but then I'd have to fly to wherever wrestling happens every weekend, mm-hmm. and then fly back to Connecticut. And work there in between. That's why there are several wrestlers based in Florida and in Vegas. Yeah. Because this is a connection spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Anyhow. Anyhow. So uh, I came through with... And just said, like, hey, I I didn't mean it that way. I was mortified when you read it on the air. Uh, I'm a double scoop, um, this and that. See, uh, see, man. He was was kidding around. We misinterpreted the kidding around. This is the problem. With internet correspondence, nuance is lost in text. Yes, intention is lost in text. I don't. Uh, I have no regrets. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of people wrote really funny parody emails of ah uh, <laughs> yes. to us that it were very good funny. Stuff. It was good uh, stuff. I don't want to get into it because I, I wanted the issue to kind of go away because the the gentleman uh, did totally uh, outclass, yeah. and I basically thought like, all right, let's lose a listener. Let's go. Um, <laughs> this person was, I uh, did not lose a listener. In fact, they're going to come to the bucket show and I'm going to buy them a drink. See? Awesome. Uh, we, um, awesome. Uh, but Scoop BJ for, for, actually wanted to comment and say that, uh, I wanted to tell you that, that, yeah. that he finds your, uh, discussions of fool us to be one of his favorite segments right now. Right. He loves hearing that backstage stuff. So, and that, I'm sure there are plenty others who do as well. Oh yeah. No, I, I, we got, like I said, we, we got dozens before and we certainly got dozens after. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you don't have to sweat it. No, I wasn't. I, here's the thing. You know, know, and you know this, I wasn't actually sweating. It. I know. I was actually pissed off when I first read it. Mm-hmm. And then I slept on it and I asked myself the same question I ask myself when I read every scoop mail, which, which you is, read every scoop mail. Will this be entertaining on the air? Mm-hmm. That's the was. first thing. Negative. And so every, a lot of other people wrote like, hey, listen, the mind of a troll and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, no. I, 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 I get all that. I've, I've handled the a The mind of a troll. Before this show, I was handling a lot of the trolls on, on Penn Sunday School and everything too. And mm. and, and uh, I know plenty of ways to handle uh, hecklers and everything else. So it's not, this is a new area for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I do get fired up and stuff. And sometimes I think, can I get fired up about this in a way that either I can also make funny or Paul and Jacob can make funny? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, I go ahead you go for and it. fire it up on the air. And so I, I confessed as much to, to, uh, uh, com, uh, and saying that like, I wouldn't have actually even gotten into it unless I thought it was going to make good, good content. Um, so I stand by it all. Absolutely. I just want you to know that, that we should. did not lose a listener and that person is fine. I'm glad to awesome. hear it. Well, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're very sensitive souls. 
we we cover all, all of our sensitivity up with comedy and, and, and not jokes going and to jibes and, and not going, going to weddings and, and alienating ourselves from our family so we don't get hurt. And eating Snickers while I play <laughs> video games and hoping my wife is late coming oh, home. Oh, boy. Cut deep? No. Um, because I have, no, I have to take the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy not listening to NPR. Uh, I take the dogs out Speaking so of listener interactions, do check out our Reddit page only because we're tr- there's there's cool things can happen if we utilize our Reddit page. Yes. That doesn't necessarily happen on Twitter or Facebook. So there's two things up there that I want to point out. One is that one of our scoops in Taiwan was listening to the, the traumatic uh, story of the head injury, the moped injury oh, yeah. in Taiwan. And they want to know... Where? Yeah. like there's Where Basically, precisely? like I'm a scoop in Taiwan. There's another scoop in Taiwan. Oh, right. Where the fuck are you? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Scoop, like, scoop misconnections are there, guys. Scoop misconnections are on the Reddit page. Uh, someone who wants to come to the Landlock Scoop Fest in Boston but needs a ride mm-hmm. is put a post up there. It's like we little things help, like that. I help think a they scoop can be out. Helpful. Yeah, and there's there's a funny thread about making fun of uh, uh, com that's Uber also scoop. up there, but you can you can check that out. So the Reddit link is on our main page. Jeff does a fantastic job uh, putting that all together. Yes, thank you, Jeff. Yes, good job. Um, all right, so we should, let's get into some scoop and, mail, and we read those too. I jump on there as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul's all over the uh, the Reddit. Uh, before we get into scoop mail, I have a trivia question for you. Okay, Fifty Cent. Yes, Curtis Jackson has filed for bankruptcy. Yes, in his bankruptcy filing, how much does he say that he spends a month on um, just his general expenses? Oh, his, his monthly, like, his, nut. His, this just is his what nut it costs to for, get through. What does what it cost to be Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent, for a month? I'm going to say $1.3 A month? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to guess. First off, here's a guess that I know is correct. I'm going to guess that Paul's was too high, <laughs> and therefore... And it kills the joke. Totally <laughs> torpedoes Jacob's attempt to bring this to light. Um... I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, I mean, what else do you do? We go to the bankruptcy guy and go look. But no, no, I mean, we know millionaires, and their nut is not a million a month, right? Oh, okay. We personally know people that have as much money as fifty cents. Mortgage, cars, yeah. gas, you know, bills, All right. cell phones, cable. All right, yeah. The, well, now I'm thinking about dishes, it. A I live, a, I live a pretty luck, lush no. life, and I don't spend shit. So no, we're not talking about just what, it, not, what it, like, like not what, going out to dinner, not taking a flight, not going whatever. Like this, just, is, this is, is not like his record for like, sure how, the most money he ever spent in a month. I'm sure he has. <laughs> I'm sure he has houses, but if you own a ten million dollar home, that doesn't cost you a million dollars a month. Right? I guess you're right. You know. Oh man, see now it's making more sense. <laughs> Ooh, math. <laughs> we're having a fucking rich dad poor dad moment here with Paul. Um. Go I'm ahead. Gonna, go uh, ahead. I'm gonna guess is bot like a bottom line nut. Yeah, basic nut. Uh, this eight, is, eighty grand. This is uh, bills for security, gardening, grooming, and his wardrobe. Eighty grand sounds reasonable. Eighty, grand. 80 grand. The number is one hundred eight thousand dollars just to function, just yep. to wake up. Security, and live gardening, life grooming, and wardrobe. Oh, uh, let's see. He uh, other expenses. Other expenses. Includes $72,000 a month for his 50-room mansion. That includes utilities, mortgage, property tax, insurance. Uh, he spends another 9000 on security. Sorry, this is part of the part of the breakdown. 9000 on security, 5000 for gardening, 1000 for grooming, and another 3000 in wardrobe per, mu- per month. 
So he has to sell over a hundred records a month at a thousand dollars a pop. <laughs> Correct. To keep things rolling. That's hard. I mean, because you know, the music people don't buy music anymore. They certainly don't spend a thousand dollars a CD. Not that, but he was sent up as like a modern future billionaire. Right. It wasn't even that. Like he was considered. Like he he did a marketing campaign with vitamin, vitamin water, water. Oh yeah. Where he took stock instead of. Yeah, yes, he'd so made he'd worth, made some very shrewd yeah, business moves. They basically right. were trying to put him up as a mogul. And, and what happened? You can just spend your way out of it. Man. You can you can absolutely do it. Here's the hardest part. In, in uh, you know, I'm going to show my wife's in a show, but those shows aren't going to last forever. Yeah. But we're now in this phase where we're both working at the same time for the uh-huh. first time in a very long time. So it's good. Yeah, and we and when that happens, you get to upgrade a lot of aspects yep. of your lifestyle. Things improve. It's very easy when you are single to take when you are a single person because I mean this because even I don't think he's married but when you become an industry when you have staff just to live your personal life a step back becomes really difficult. Yeah, I could see that. And the step back is firing someone, firing people, and firing probably your friends who maybe uh, had a shit job. Right there it is, then, right there. You know what I mean? There and it is, so, right there. And you don't want to tell them like, "Hey, uh, I let you down, or I hired you four months ago. You quit your job to come work for me, and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, whoops, I'm bankrupt." You know? And these are things that like you can't complain. Like, oh, who's oh fucking Josh Smith? Love me, Josh Smith. Josh Smith is a basketball player. Who I was going to say blank. Who? <laughs> Signed with the Clippers for $7.5 million a year, which is yep. half of what he was making before. And he told reporters that he's going to got to figure out how he's going to get by with his family. Oh, yeah. Making half what he made last year. Hilarious to read. He's like, I've got a family and we're, just, family we're going to have to figure out a way to scrape by. And you're making $7.5 million. Now, the funny and thing about this. And he just made $15 million. He just made $15 million. Now, the, the truth is. He was li- he's been living a $15 million lifestyle for a very long time. Yeah. And he's moving from a tax-free state to a heavily taxed state. Oh, I didn't think about what, is, what is he doing this for? Because uh, uh, basically what, what's behind this is that or no one was going to sign me or I was going to play nowhere. Great. Because I'm hey, a head I, case. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, clearly. Exactly. Clearly you are. No one. <laughs> I'm saying both is true, though. I really yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that like no, he's... No, it's the truth. If I, first off, I'm his agent. Yeah. Because Shaquille O'Neal got in trouble for saying this a while ago. He signed a $100 million contract and he goes, well, you know, I'm not going to get to take home that. And so I was like, what? And he goes, well, my agents and every, my lawyers and everybody, they all get paid on the percentage of the contract based on the amount of the contract before taxes are taken out. And then the government takes half and then I'm left with such and such amount of money. And he was seen as bitching about it, basically saying he's going to take home around probably like thirty million out of that hundred million dollars. I don't blame him, man. When you look at the math on that stuff, it it gets a little depressing. But it's not it's not bitching. It is it's pointing it out. Yeah, it's yeah, pointing yeah, yeah. it out, and that's not we but we, to, we but get the same everyone, kind of shit. You know, I make yeah. a third of what Shaquille uh, O'Neal makes. No, I make a third of what <laughs> holy shit man. of what Fifty Cent needs for his monthly expenses. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I, I yeah. You know, and then I yeah. I hope other gigs lift that boat yeah. around that. And so every right. time I talk about a private gig, that is me getting above that. Yeah, his that month. Amount. His month is four or five really good years for me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are solid years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So so when you talk about that, it offends people like us immediately. It doesn't offend me. It doesn't actually. Yeah. I don't begrudge people their wealth. Well, and the, like there's one, there's a tag on the end of this story here too that is he gives fourteen 
$8,600 in support of his two kids and his grandfather. Right. See? I don't know, like $14,600, I don't know how much of that, if any, is court-ordered child support. Right. Like, does he ha- is that is that an expense that he has to pay? Or is, I, I, no, no, I bet it is. No, I bet it is. Oh, I, bet okay. I bet it's. He probably didn't go to court because he probably didn't take it to court. It probably got negotiated. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, you know what I mean. Something, something that is an expense. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's 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 legally obligated to pay. Yeah, uh, yes. certainly for his children. And that no becomes doubt. a percentage thing, right? Absolutely. Right, because child child support is it's, it's, a, it's rare that people are paying fourteen thousand dollars in child support every month. Um, what's his name from Kids in the Hall? Uh. Oh my God, Dave miserable Foley. Dave Foley. If you listen to that WTF, you heard Ooh. that the story Canadian divorce law. So oh, I didn't hear that one. Have you not heard? I haven't da- heard that guys, Dave Foley. Seriously, not not that WTF needs any more. Yeah, yeah. Hype. Not that it's not the most popular podcast. However, that Dave Foley episode is fascinating and heartbreaking. Oh my God, Dave I listened Foley. to the Wyatt Cenac one. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, yeah. That was interesting. And then. Yeah. Um, my buddy Bob, who's a Daily Show correspondent, kind of piped up on that too. Oh, really? I was thinking about maybe having him on Facetime in or something. Oh, cool. Um, That'd be wonderful. Uh, Dave, Dave Foley, Foley. got d- divorced in Canada at the height of his success. Mm-hmm. They go to court, and the amount dictated for alimony and everything is based on that number. Yeah. And in Canada, you it's can't locks change. In. It locks mm-hmm. in. Ooh. So Dave Foley basically. He works for another person for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's it, weird. I, I said Kids in the Hall, I meant news radio. <laughs> During kids, his news radio yeah, yeah, days. Yeah, because Kids yeah. in the Hall didn't pay amazing. Not like right. um, news radio. But, but a lot news of radio was a, network, was a network sitcom. News radio, and I think he's in the middle of Bugs Life at that point, too. Yeah, and all, yeah. I mean, just, mm. He basically had divorced during his most successful year and then got held up to it and then just had to pay Classic. that money. And was, you know... it. Once expenses can roll in, so so I laugh really hard. It, it does not surprise me. It just makes me feel like the fifty cent mogul story was such a lie, because he certainly had enough money. If someone, if he really had money, people helping him make these smart, smarter decisions. Well, it's the same thing like with Billy Joel. You get a musician, and he becomes incredibly successful. He's yeah. making good money. Things are going well. He ha- he then. Trust some people who you probably shouldn't trust, right? And suddenly things go south. That's the thing, right? There's more to the story with Fifty Cent. Absolutely, than, it's not just this guy's an idiot. That's well, what also, I don't. He's think. not an idiot. I mean, and he's in his bankruptcy filings. He's claiming that he's worth uh, no more than four point four million dollars. Uh, Forbes has his net worth at around one hundred fifty-five million dollars. Right. So something stupid happened with the stock option story, mm-hmm. and yeah. and you know you put that out there, you let the press put that out there because to puff you up. And if you talk to any famous person, uh, their estimated net worth in the press is always inflated. laughable. Well, yeah. Trump, yeah. I mean, Trump is making a big deal right now. We mentioned Trump earlier, but he's making a big deal right now because I think Bloomberg is saying that he's worth about eight billion dollars less than he claims. Yes. Well, of course, the inverse is true for Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For everyone else, it's yeah. inflated. For him, it's deflated. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't even think Donald Trump knows how to calculate net worth. So that guy, I don't. I think he just wants to. I think he just wakes but, up, picks a number, and then sticks to it. But yeah. the lesson there too, he's been bankrupt a couple of times. These yeah. people make and lose their fortunes time and again. Yeah, it mm-hmm. happens. If you got the money to make, you got the money to lose. And yeah, yeah. And the weird thing too is, it's just like with anything. If you've had at some point success with money, people will trust you with money again, even if you fuck up. Yeah. 
It's give true. it a couple years, and people go, I hey, remember when that guy made a ton of money? Let's give him more money to make more money again. Yeah. Just, just, just get cyclical like that. I think about that all the time. It's I, like Steven Seagal still has a career, guys. In my darkest... Remember how he used to kick ass and be yeah. awesome in, in kung fu movies? He's not anymore. But people still put him in kung fu movies. Yeah. How dare you? That's different. That's Come a, you on. know, you have a hit or whatever. It's the same thing. Yeah. You, you and I know we have a goal in this podcast to have a certain amount of subscribers because we, we do. Feel like if we hit that number, then we we will we operate. coast on this forever. We will operate. No, we will. You know, like <laughs> it we, would be great to have make this a part time job. Yes. We that's that the goal. There's a number of subscribers that would make this a part time job for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, we this was uh, we we broke the number of uh, we broke the record for the number of downloads four weeks in a row. Thank you, Scoops. And, and Jul- July was our most listened to month by far. Obelisk scheme is in effect. In effect. Right as we hit this uh, Niagara Falls moment called August for all podcasts, where all, all downloads go down. Um, we'll see how if we can maintain. But uh, uh, I was very excited to finish with a very strong July. Um, uh, I was going to say, oh, Donald Trump. Yeah, the only thing about... Uh, I read a funny article that was like the the amount of crazy it takes to get noticed now, like Mike Huckabee making the like March juice oh, to the yeah. to the ovens comment, and that kind doesn't even make the news cycle. Yeah, you just, know? it's a blip. It's a blip. I was like, I really wish you could like take like voters from the 1950s and like transport them to the thing where Donald Trump says that McCain is no war hero. Like, I just feel like any other election before George W. Bush. That becomes total undoing. Like he, he's out of the campaign within days. Um, what's his name? Uh, oh God, what's the guy? Oh shit, he he yelled. Everyone drink. Oh yeah, yeah. He ha- yelled. Ha- uh, Howard Dean. Howard Dean yelled at Yeehaw. a rally. Yeah, and his campaign folded. Totally excellent. Yeah. He point. yelled at a rally. Yeah, he yelled. He yelled. And his voice got away from him. He's all, Zah! he just he was he just wasn't ready for it. Yeah, voice was out, and that's it. Yeah. Pack up the banners, Lucy. We're done. Yeah. Now Huckabee at the beginning of the campaign says, "Oh yeah, no, Mike yeah. Mike Dukakis, right? He put on a helmet. Got that in was the too got good in the him. tank. Yeah, he put on a helmet. That was put too on good a helmet him. and got in a tank. And everybody took that picture and it's like." You're not, you're no, no war guy. You. No, thank you. So weird. And Donald Trump is a the littlest like, guffaws, the tiniest foibles. Well, those are the things where like I think something's always teetering and then it just kind of falls apart. Yeah, or it speaks to like, something weird and big in the subculture in the in the yeah. subconscious. Like when you know when you never get a job or or like an acting gig, right? If you if you get an audition, and you don't get. What it. are you saying? Uh, like Paul, you you're unhirable, right? So. <laughs> Um, when you, whenever you get feedback, you know, you always go, Oh shoot, I could have adjusted that. I could have something different. Yeah. That's not why you didn't get it. No. They, you didn't get it because they didn't, this just wasn't what they were just looking, wasn't for. looking for. And then they, they, they give their, your agent specifics just to kind of get out of the conversation. Right. But, yeah. You know, and just to have per- that classic, it's not you, it it's me. Doesn't matter. Conversation. Right. And it's just, it really is not the, the thing. There'll so, be something that you are right for. But I can't believe that these things that, Trump just continues to do never becomes doing. I saw an article that Did was like I? basically like, oh, you know, he actually is hiring illegal workers. Yeah, uh, yeah. or he's or he's trying to get citizenship 11, for people from other countries. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, you, the guy just called uh, one of our one of the most prominent POWs, Vietnam, not a hero. 
Yeah, and in a very belittling way, in a weird way, and and I like people that don't get captured. Yeah, what are you talking about? Right, what are you (laughs) even saying? You think him hiring Mexicans is going to get him out of the campaign? Like, what are you nuts? I don't get it. The guy can say and do whatever he wants. This is where I'm not. I'm not conspiracy theory with you, Paul. However, something weird is happening that he is leading the polls. Yeah. Oh no, it's a bait, I, it's a bait and switch. I, I don't think anything weird is happening with it. I think people are. I think it's name recognition. I was listening. I was listening to uh, Paul. Paul would hate this, but I was listening to CNN last night. Oh God. Yeah, Paul would just murder himself. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I was listening to it on Sirius Radio last night. Uh, just li- I listened to it for five minutes here and there every now and then. And uh, and they and that's what they were talking about is because yeah. they were talking about. Uh, they were talking to rather one of the campaign managers for Jeb Bush, mm. and that's what he was saying. He was like, you know, this is you know, people know who Jeb Bush is, but they don't really know him. People but, feel like they really know Donald Trump because he's on TV. He's he does on all TV this all the time. That, you know, yeah. he's, he's a celebrity. It speaks, it's name recognition. It speaks to the power of television that the television still has that much sway. Right, television. If you're listening, get us on there. Yeah, please. <laughs> Please. Uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, keep up that uh, At Midnight campaign. Guys, thanks so much for continuing to hype that up. That is wonderful. We really appreciate that. I will let you know that like, uh, I, 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 uh, we have an interview coming up with Kurt Bronner. That's mm-hmm. We're going to air a war on the Scoop Cruise. It's a great interview. I hope you guys really enjoy it. Um, just Google Kurt. He's a hilarious, hilarious stand-up comedian. Very funny. Also probably one of the coolest alternative comedy uh, people there is. Uh, and... Uh, uh, we we interviewed him on his love butt tour where he towed a giant butt across the country to make people smile. Um, he has uh, been on that show. He's been on At Midnight the third most of any person. Yeah. So he is now aware of our our campaign, and he's feeling things out for us. So this may snowball in a, in, in a good way. Doing. So please keep doing it. Thank you guys. Please do not put these nuts jokes. No. In the At Midnight <laughs> campaign. No. Very Keep hard to distinguish ironic separation love of church and, and state. actual love. Separation of church and state there. Keep the keep the uh, keep it all about them and not about us. Leave leave yep. the inside jokes out. Although Paul being carried away on Pegasus is really lovely. That is like that's uh, hand drawings. No matter how how uh, no matter how what level of talent you have, yeah, fantastic. We'll take it. Uh, and nothing but things that are complimentary. Again, there's still a few that are like if you, if you were smart or you know it'd be a, a, a ratings a bonanza. Don't, don't do that. Don't <laughs> no, don't no, write no. any checks no. for no. us. They, they've got all the time. power. They they got all the power. Uh, we would just be very good on their show. We're we funny. Would, we would enjoy the we hell out of that. We're both joke writers and improvisers. We'd yep. be good on the show. We'd be good. Uh, someone interviewed uh, someone at a Trump rally, and uh, they said, "I like what he has to say. He won't take shit from nobody." What's your favorite thing he said? You're fired. We're going to Washington D.C. to take back the White House. Goodbye. That was it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That would not even less than a blink now. Who would uh, you so like he- him to fire besides Obama? <laughs> Let's see. John Kerry, our last governor, the Attorney General, every Muslim they put in there. <laughs> All of them. Every Muslim they put in there, which means implies that John Kerry. Every Muslim. Muslim they put in there, yeah. He's like, oh, he's saying every Muslim that's in government is that what the guy's saying? Yeah, that Obama put just Muslims in government. Got Dude, it. I can't even talk politics. It's, a, it's no, no, a, no. It's, it's insane. I'm not. Did, 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 I don't want to talk that, that politics. Not politics. Did, I know. And, I, and I'm saying for, for everyone listening who also doesn't like when we talk about politics, I, I'm saying like this is ridiculous. It is. This it's, is not politics. And you're exactly right. I mean that if that ain't, that shows you exactly. It's just name recognition and catchphrases. Yeah. That have caught this guy. It is, is the strangest did, thing. Is McCain, Sarah Palin running? Did I hear that? No. 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 
No? No. Oh, no, 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 not Sarah Palin. Michelle Bachman. Maybe. I think Michelle Bachman just announced yesterday. I don't think so. Well, the hope is that uh, Trump will run as an independent. Or, I mean, if he gets the nomination, find it too. But that he'll run with Michelle Bachman as his running mate. But Trump's not even going to participate in the debate that's coming up. It's really weird. Yeah. It's not, it's not, I don't think anything foul play is happening. I'm not conspiracy theory. It is bizarre. It's a different, it's a different, it's going to be a very different campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I, and I, here's the thing that my own private thought on this is that if Bush's campaign does not call South Carolina voters and tell them, robocall South Carolina voters and tell them during the primary that John McCain has black children. Do you know about that? (laughs) McCain won the first two primaries the year that Bush ended up going up against Gore, mm-hmm. right? And then a bunch of robocalls go out to uh, South Carolina voters saying, uh, did you know that John McCain has a black baby that he doesn't pay for or something like that? And uh, Because the call can't just be, he has a black baby. It's they have to find some other excuse as to why they would be pointing that out. I don't even know. Like I don't actually because some of my comments it was something about him having a black child. That's all I know. And uh, Bush wins that primary. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Yeah. You know, South Carolina, much much larger voting state than um, Iowa, New Hampshire, and so uh, uh, then Bush starts to to gain momentum and beats McCain out in that primary, right? Uh, during the 2000 Republican presidential primary, Senator John McCain was the target of a whisper campaign implying that he had fathered a black child out of wedlock. Right. And, you know, like, the, you know, you talk about like Swift putting John Kerry, all this other stuff. But if that tactic doesn't work, right, it's so funny to me because then I don't – without – if Clinton doesn't get caught uh, – I'm going to back it up. So if Clinton doesn't get caught uh, fucking Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. I don't think John McCain loses that primary. And if McCain doesn't lose, doesn't, I lose. don't know that kind of dirty shit's been going on forever. That's all it is. And that's, and I think now it's even more because that's all the news cycle is, is yeah. Kardashians. No, what I'm trying to say is that Clinton was so offensive to Republican voters that they really moved from, he still is. That's the crazy. Correct. Thing. No. So, <laughs> I agreed. <laughs> no, I'm saying because because we've never gone more. We've, we've never been more. Pol- you know, we haven't been. We we've gone through never cycles been of more being polarized. polarized. We we have been actually. You know, if you look back at more historically, polarized. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, there was there was a t- that time. I think there was a war where we were pretty much. I mean, like you you're know, talking about the, the teapot dome scandal with the, Jackson. Yeah, countries countries divided, but I mean, there was a time when we were truly divided. Yeah, yeah, that teapot dome was it. <laughs> It was uncivil back then. It was really uncivil. Uh, no, what I'm trying to say is that like, we got extreme, and that cycle of extremity keeps giving, right? So, uh, Oh, you mean the... the so I, I think McCain wins. I think then there's no uh, Bush, and therefore there's definitely no Obama. Because yeah. Obama gave this crazy speech in the primary, and it just grabbed everyone's attention. We're like... John Kerry can't talk for shit. This guy can talk. Mm. He's someone that could rally the country. That's around. the thing. That's honestly why he got. He's just he's just an eloquent speaker. Oh, and he's just and in the political world, this definitely was the speech he made at the oh at yeah the, um, Democratic the, National the Convention. Convention back yeah. when he was still senator. Yeah, when he talked yeah. about being, having a funny, funny, funny sounding name. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. 
it's just weird to me. You know, like because because I still though, I side, still the every Kennedy time keeps getting more and more offensive to the other side. Every time I hear him speak, I'm always just so relieved because I remember listening to Bush's speeches and just wanting to just claw my ears out. I hated Bush like people hated Nixon. Yeah, and I feel him. you, dude. I'm, I'm on the, the same page. I used to have nightmares page. that he was in it. That I was stuck at a party where I had to be nice to him. Like, <laughs> I hated him. Hated him. That's crazy. Yeah. You had nightmares where you had to be nice to George It was the time Bush. of my most passionate. I was the most, most, most politically active. Yeah. Matt had nightmares that he was at a party with George W. Bush. You just had nightmares that you were at a party. <laughs> you damn right. You damn right. What was my nightmare last night? Oh, it was terrible. I had to speak to someone. No, I can't even get into it. It was filthy. I actually had a nightmare that we're going to get into in our next episode because it involved our next guest. So okay, great. Yeah, they were in, they were in my nightmare last a teaser. Night. Um, coming up next episode, we'll be interviewing uh, Tatiana Mack, who is the star of Fifty Shades, the parody. Yeah, uh, coming in here, a very funny lady. Um, we should get into some scoop mail. Yeah, we should. We should get off this politics. Message for you, son. We got one here from Scoop Cabra. Our good old friend. Yeah. Hello all. Listening to Paul's less than enthused Spanish in episode 146, Ashes to Gargoyles, reminded me of a story I'd considered submitting as an Italian air show. I decided not to submit it because it didn't quite fit the format and honestly could have ended much worse than it did. So here it goes. (laughs) I was sitting at home one Sunday evening after work when I received a phone call from an ex asking for a ride home from the bar. Not unusual at all. What? I, Not unusual. Oh, Come on. Who are you Get playing? it together. Are you lying to us or you? <laughs> Not a common thing. Not unusual as I tell all of my friends to call me if they need a sober driver since our town has no late night taxis. All of your friends. Not your ex-hump buddies. Alright, go on. I took her to the house that she was staying at and helped her get inside. Her roommate, Andy, offered me a beer for getting her home safely. And she helped you get inside. hey That's what we do at Wisconsin after designating drivers. What are you you're off, talking Offer designated like, drivers alcohol. Stop <laughs> talking to us. Like, why would you go inside the house of your ex-girlfriend if you weren't looking to get some of that late at night? Stop it. Yeah, Who were you happening? lying to? I declined the beer but decided to stick around since there were a few people hanging out, chatting, and watching TV. Okay, so we had... Uh, we had uh, a code in our house. I live in a house of four guys. Okay. Right? And basically, was sometimes. It sock on the door? What was no, it? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, when there's a few ladies hanging out, and you're basically like, we all want to hook up with these girls. Right. Who. We should, we should acknowledge that and try to figure out who actually has got what's going on. Who and, actually has a chance? Yes. In other words, like. Hey, are are we trying to hook up the same girl, or should one of us go to bed, or should one of us stop uh, cock blocking the other person? Right. Uh huh. And we simply Eiffel Tower. No, we'd say like, well, that's the thing is, if you want to go for Eiffel Tower, then we're hanging out, right? So we'd just go like, yeah, yeah, I'm staying up. I'm, 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 I'm I gotta, I gotta stay up. I'm gonna stay up, I think, or something like that. We say like, oh, I gotta go to bed, or like, yeah, I think about going to bed soon. Basically, like we just start trying to just talk about feel who's each other going out. to sleep. Yeah, who's going to sleep means who's not getting any. Yeah, like who wants to stop trying to. Who's like taking, if, we, if we all try who's to get taking some, a powder, right? Yeah. If I'll try to get it, nobody gets Nobody's any. Nobody's getting any. Right. But if a couple people fade out, right. and so, then things so, happen. And if I were talking to a girl all night, maybe you didn't realize it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm like, staying dude, up. Dude, I put three hours into this already. Exactly. So, Come on, man. So you say that by going like, oh, I'm staying up. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, you're going to bed because I'm staying up. Now, Matt, were there nights when it was the whole crew just, oh, yeah? I'm fucking staying up too, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> No, no, that's you the guys thing. Like, cool about it. Well, you had to kind of go like, oh, and you kind of just had to assess like what, and so it could be 
whether this person is be hanging out with that person all night, or they sat next to him, or they seem like they're hitting it off more, uh. or it could be like he hasn't gotten any action in a while. <laughs> I shouldn't be greedy. He, he's the one who's gone to bed. For I the shouldn't last. be that, greedy. That was the logic that I hoped set in my roommate's head. I love that. <laughs> hasn't gotten any in a while. I, I hope it. he. I hope he closes this deal. I don't know if that even Bec- ever happens. I uh, wish. No. No. It does not. No. Happen. Of course, it doesn't happen. No, because they don't feel like they're being greedy. They're just taking advantage of what's going on. Exactly. No, no. They're living a life. Uh, but there was like, okay, there are examples of like this guy thinks he's been hanging on this girl all night. I don't think he's interested, but I don't want to cockblock and yeah. cause a ruckus. He he seems to think that it's going well. So let you him just, find out. On you his just own. check out and let yeah. him let him figure out. Get tomorrow, away from tomorrow me. Tomorrow at the diner, we'll we'll figure out that you you we'll hear your story of how it didn't go well. Yeah. At the end of the night, and make fun of you. <laughs> Which is worth all of it's worth equal weight to me. Yeah. I've already discussed on my face of like I would go in on a bad date for a kiss at the end of the night no matter what and just so that I had a story to tell you just go in for the kiss right. and see yeah, what happens for the kiss, like here we go yeah and, oh for god's sake get yeah. away it was just a nice way to make sure I didn't have to worry about if, if they had to let me down easy or be polite <laughs> or kind of spend a few phone call rounds none of that all that goes away on one bad Cut kiss to attempt. the chase yeah so uh, because of this deep understanding of these rules this guy he's staying up late He's not going yeah. to bed. He's not going to bed. He's not going to bed. No. So a little while later, another roommate turns up with his ride home from the bar. Three Hispanic guys. They are all also invited in and offer beers and join the conversation. Over the next... Eiffel Tower! <laughs> Over the next hour, uh... people start making their exits until it was down to just myself, Andy, and the three Hispanic guys. Oh, man. You're all staying up late. This is yep. exactly what Paul's talking about. <laughs> we continue to tell jokes and have a good time. Then the Hispanic guys started to tell jokes in Spanish to one another. I speak no Spanish. During a pause in their conversation, I say the one sentence I can remember in Spanish. Oh, shit. Donde esta la biblioteca? Two of the three laughed at my joke. The third did not. Oh, look out. Instead, he was in a gang called the Biblioteca. <laughs> yeah. Instead, he pulled a pistol from his pants <gasps> and pointed it at my face. Good Lord. Now, I wish I could say that I reacted to this by going completely passive, apologizing and begging for my life. Instead, I got pissed. The next sentence out of my mouth was, seriously? You're going to shoot me for that? You know how a joke gets less funny when you have to explain it? Try adding a firearm to the situation. Trying to explain that I wasn't making fun of the Hispanic culture or language, but instead uh, I was making fun of how second languages are taught in school was, at best, an uphill climb. Thankfully, the other two calmed down the third and decided to leave a few minutes later. Uh, After they'd gone, Andy dropped this gem on me. Don't worry, if if, if, if he'd have shot you... I have a shotgun in my bedroom. I would have shot him back. I told him I appreciated the sentiment, uh, but that it really wouldn't have done a whole lot of good for me. Uh, We found out a few days later that the three of them were actually gang members out of Chicago visiting relatives in our tiny town. Obviously, this could have ended much worse than it did. Now, whenever we're telling stories around new people, my friends will often say, tell the one where you almost got shot for asking where the library was. So, at least there's that. But you didn't get shot for asking where the library was. Almost. No, uh, yeah, the literal definition is he, he he got almost got shot for trying to stay up late, fuck his ex-girlfriend instead of letting these Latin guys fuck his ex-girlfriend. And then he sat there listening to Spanish and then belittled them by being like, by waiting like 15 minutes and being like, where's the library, guys? That's why he almost got shot. Yeah, true. I love this story, by the way. It is not, it is not an Italian air show. But because it's a great story. It's just a good story. Uh, but it is a great, great story. Yeah. So, no, so it's not an Italian air show because... That whole setup from yeah. the jump. Yeah. You Everything know where things are going. The phone call. 
Yeah. To pick up your ex girlfriend from the bar because she needs a ride home uh-huh. is automatically where you lost all of us. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, you wouldn't lose us if you just said, I went to pick up my ex girlfriend from the bar yeah. with the hopes of maybe having a yeah. romantic entanglement. Well, I didn't enjoy being in a relationship with her. She was still hot and I liked when she fucked drunk. Yeah. So I went but to pick instead, her up. It's, then it's, we're on I your tell safe. all yeah. my friends to call me when they're drunk. Oh, yeah. Good old reliable taxi service. Friend or foe, I I'll come to, and help you out. I decided to stay up with her and her roommate for no reason <laughs> till the wee hours of the night. Just because I'm a good person. I'm such a Samaritan. Up until 5 a.m., I even forgot I had a penis. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Don't <laughs> kid us. Guys, if you want to try to fuck your girlfriend and you want to admit it to yourself, you're going to get shot. That's what you learned. There's your lesson. Story. There's your lesson. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. <laughs> Stay yeah. honest. You guys want to do a little uh, Jock versus Nerd time? Yes. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Time for Jock versus Explosion. So we got a Jack vs. Nerd sent in today from our good friend Slappy McGee in the little red truck. The slutty little red truck. Oh, oh man. Hello, Slappy. Uh, so hello, men and Jacob. <laughs> Slappy McGee here from the little slutty red truck. Your podcast helped me pass the long hours as I dra- as I travel across country from one rest stop to the next. If, we, if you haven't heard the uh, slutty little red truck episode, uh, Slappy McGee travels around the country uh, teaching theater to children in all kinds of like small to medium sized towns, and mm-hmm. is often put up in the basements of very religious people's homes. Right? Yeah, he, he stays with in the in the it homes is, uh, of people that he. It that is he's a top teaching. top five episode of all time. Yeah, little it's a, slutty it's, red truck. It's a good episode. Solid if you episode. haven't listened to that episode, you ought to listen to it. Uh, fun fun caveat is uh, Paul bitches me out for being a terrible interviewer at the beginning of that episode. And then the episode ends up being really good because Paul conducts the first half hour of the interview without me totally uninterrupted. That's another fun fact about that show. <laughs> with some of my free time on the road, I've come up with some jock versus nerd questions. It would be a I... moment of tension if Paul wasn't absolutely correct. <laughs> Paul basically was like, stop doing a shitty job. I said, whatever you do it, he does. <laughs> That's the way that the episode goes. So it's worth going back to what to do just for that moment. I, I don't even remember that, but that's he great. Said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's come up with some Jock versus Nerd questions for us. Okay. So, Jock question. During the past several summers, I have attended a shit ton of minor league baseball games, and I love their creative team names. They are quite hilarious. Below are a list of teams that I have seen play minor league baseball. All you need to do is name the team in each list of the five that is not real. Ooh. The other four teams are uh, indeed... Are in each section are indeed real teams, and I've seen them play. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So we have a few lists of some teams here. I'm just going to name them off. At the end of each of those lists, you're going to guess which one is not real. Okay. This is the jock question for me. Yes. These are minor league baseball franchises. Minor league teams, lists of five. Because as a jock. Four of the five are correct. As a jock, I know all the minor league teams. <laughs> correct. So you have to guess. You probably know a few. I probably I probably know more. You I, know more than me. I know more than you. Yes. That, <laughs> Although I know the fifty ones in Atlanta, the blind. Um, oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were going to say the Atlanta blinds. I was the like, Atlanta what? blinds. Do you know about them? <laughs> Are they a real team? They're sponsored by a blind company. <laughs> a blind company. Yeah, yeah. They install. 
Indonesian blinds? Yes. But they actually hire blind people. Blind people. Yeah. yeah. It's and, awkward. And the, it's the and blind blind company. Each truck is driven by three mice. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they put a wing on the ba- yeah. the side of the truck. It's called flying blind. Oh, see how they run. <laughs> see how they run. <laughs> I understand that these blinds will prevent a lot of light from coming into your house. What do we I know? don't know what light is, <laughs> but but I understand that this will work. I understand when I look in this direction, I feel warmth on my face. <laughs> if you don't want to feel as much warmth on your face, That's perhaps a, you should put the it The company makes a fortune because people just pay them to go away. <laughs> like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Here's money. Trust me. That's actual money. In your Are head. you sure? <laughs> okay. Yeah. The last guy gave me paper. Yeah, I keep getting just paper scraps. <laughs> when I go, or that's what they tell me when I go back to work. You brought us paper scraps again, but I don't know. <laughs> it a- might be money. They might be taking it from me too. Someone's cheating me. Someone's cheating me. Someone is cheating me. Ah, uh, I left my braille checkbook at home. That's my problem. I should only be paid in braille checks. That way, I know what I'm making and taking home. Look, I just need blinds. Yeah, I need vision. (laughs) Also, I'm the designated hitter today. (laughs) I've got to get back to our minor league baseball team. You're not actually the stadium. I just made that noise. (laughs) Oh, no wonder I'm confused. I just play sound effects and hand him a bat. He's not actually the designated hitter. (laughs) Fuck you, Bill. Crack. What? Did I get a hit? <laughs> yes, run. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so far we've answered zero questions. <laughs> right. so far. Which is more than we usually get. Uh, so which of these is not real? The Inland Empire 66ers, the Macon Bacon Bats, the Montgomery Biscuits, the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes, and the Vasilia Rawhide. The Bacon Bats. Bacon Bats is correct. Yeah. 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 Ding, 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 Good ding, job, Paul. Uh, bacon a, Man. I have a magnet somewhere in this house from the Montgomery Biscuits. It's a great mascot. That is a great name. I, yeah. it's, a, it's a biscuit that has been made into a face, and there is a daub of butter that is his tongue. What? It's awesome. Is he giving you the raspberries? <laughs> He's just smiling at you. He's a With friendly biscuit. But his tongue's out? No, you just see his tongue. I get it now. Jesus. <laughs> what? Well, I got to make sure. If, if I didn't expect so many yeah. questions. No, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't want you to miss, miss it out on interpreting Look, the magnet properly. I'm blind, and I'm trying to understand what this biscuit really looks like. <laughs> no, Jacob, don't. Fine. Uh, <laughs> yo, yo, no, he has to link an image to the biscuit. <laughs> not now. Well, not not right now. All right, Although so now would be fine, too. Here's another hey, list. thanks for putting up the Base Wars video, by the way. That was great. <laughs> This is relevant. Baseball. Here's another one. Face wars. The Brevard County Manatees. Oh. The Daytona Tortugas. The the Jersey City Devils. Uh Uh-huh. The Jupiter Hammerheads. Yeah. Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Uh, The Hammerheads. Incorrect. Arg. Matt, do you have a guess? Uh, It's not the Jersey Devils. Are the Manatees not the real one? Say it again. They gotta be real. The Brevard County Manatees. Mm -hmm. The Daytona Tortugas. The Jersey County Devils, oh, the Jupiter Hammerheads, which we know isn't real. Tortuga. And the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Manatees. Manatees is real. It's Tortugas. The Jersey City Devils what? is the fake oh, one. Oh, shit. Oh, you're... Fuck, you're right. What trickery. Here's the weird thing is I'm from Jersey, and my ancestors owned a minor league baseball team in Jersey City. Uh, yeah, weird. Did. Were they called the Jersey City Devils? No. Then why did you <laughs> guess that was what it was? No, I thought Jersey Devils was the name of a team because there's multiple teams. Well, the New Jersey Devils is the hockey team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my. I, I, I stepped in my own trap. Yep. I was arrogant. I heard Jersey. I was like, they wouldn't put a Jersey one in there. Mm, they did. Because uh, the Trenton Thunder, that was one I couldn't remember while we were listening to. It's, it's uh, the Trenton Thunder is the name of the team I was thinking of. That's the place down in Trenton. It'll come back. Yeah. The one in Jersey was called the Spinners. Uh, and they no longer <laughs> exist because their mascot was undrawable. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we got one here The Their mascot was a club kid A little twink A little twink, spinning away <laughs> Hey Baseball, go guys Go guys mm. Mm. If you're a pitcher, I'm a catcher Yeah Hey Hot pretzels here are nice and light like me Hot pretzels Hey Spinner Yeah Everybody pass out the raincoat. It's going to rain. Don't want to be in the raincoat without your rain. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. Use a condom. Condoms. Condoms, Condoms people. Be safe. safe. Safety. A's didn't go away. We just forgot about it. (laughs) Twink, twink, twink. (laughs) (laughs) Play balls. Play balls. This episode's already running too long. No, it's good. No, I want to talk about like a twink for longer. <laughs> this is my life. It's my secret club kid life. Yeah. All right, pick the fake you, one. I haven't told you about my twink days. The Bowling Green you Hot Rods. <laughs> I, I know about them inherently. The Bowling Green Hot Rods, the Clinton Lumber Kings, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, the Savannah Sand Nats, and the Skokie Jokers. I'm going to go the other way on this one because once again, Fort Wayne. Tin Caps. You're saying no to 10 caps? I'm saying no to 10 caps only because crotch nat sounds legit. I'm going to go with the Fort Wayne team. What were they? The That was also the 10 caps. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Uh, you're both incorrect. The Skokie Jokers. The Jokers. Not real. But the what was the other? The, the crotch nats? The sand nats. Yeah. There was no crotch there. Yeah. If you go. Paul but if hears nats and thinks of crotches, period. It's just how. Yeah. If you okay, sit thanks. on the sand, though. Well, you guys don't get crotch nats? Uh, <laughs> it is sunny out. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep plowing through this. The Biloxi Chuckers, the Lansing That's what she Lug said. The, twink, twink, twink. Plow through. Spinner. Balls. The Lincoln Condoms, Log Jammers. The New Orleans Zephyrs. Oh, jam the logs. And the Omaha Storm Chasers. <laughs> I'm going to go with Omaha Storm Chasers. I'm going to go with Log Jammers. Uh, Paul is correct. Yeah. Lincoln log jammers. I'm 0 for 3 on this. See, but that yeah. log jamming, that's a sexual thing. <laughs> Get out of town. Yeah. That's why it was fake. The these, play- Any of these baseball teams that sound vaguely sexual, that's where it's fake. Oh, I like that. Method. That's how the bacon was vaguely sexual. I'm overthinking. You know, for you, bacon's always sexual. It's not <laughs> it's subtle. Not, it's not vaguely. It's overt. Yeah, it's overtly, overtly sexual. sexual yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. All right, we got the Plano Players, the Richmond Flying Squirrels, the Tri-City Dust Devils, the Vermont Lake Monsters, and the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Paul's still not allowed in any Albertsons food store because of his bacon fucking. (laughs) The Timber Rattlers. Uh, Read it it again. Uh, Plano Players, Richmond Flying Squirrels, Tri-City Dust Devils, Vermont Lake Monsters, and the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. 
What was your guess? Timber rattlers. Mine, I'm going to go with the, uh, the number three. Wood. The Tri-City Dust Devils? Yeah. Both incorrect. Plano players. Damn it. Boy, and that was a good one. That is a good that one. That was a, sli- a slick one because it was very subtle. Yeah. Plano and players. The name is plain. Yes. That's good. That's good. The El Paso Chihuahuas, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, the Marquette Meerkats, the Myrtle, Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Are you speaking English anymore? No. And the Williamsport Crosscutters. Honestly, the Glurble Flabble Slabs. <laughs> the Heblo Gleelides. I'm going to go with the Muscat Dishgrimmers. Uh, I think, yeah, the Muscat one. The Meerkat, the meerkat one, cats. because of the alliteration, I don't know that the baseball teams are clever enough to go with alliteration. What's the last one? Kansas City? The Williamsport Crosscutters. Williamsport Crosscutters? That's legit. Come on. Yeah, it's too boring to be right. fake. Although Plano players. What's the next one? The Myrtle Beach Pelicans, Marquette Meerkats, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, and the El Paso Chihuahuas. I'm going to go with, uh, shoot, I was going to say Chihuahuas, but that probably isn't one. All right, fuck it, Chihuahuas. I've been terrible all, all, all the whole game. Well, you're keeping your streak alive because yeah! it's the Marquette Meerkats. I knew it. Alliteration. You alliteration. Ball yep. teams do not go for alliteration. Okay. But those, those rich owners are like, that sounds like a rhyme. Yeah, the Miami I Marlins. don't want poetry on my ball diamond. Get out of here. The, uh, the, <laughs> the meeting for the Rancho Cucamonga one must be like, all right, guys, no matter what we choose, it's going to be less interesting than our actual name. <laughs> right. Well, they're the Quakes. They, they should, they're the Quakes, right? You I, remember, I that, and I remember so, yeah. that. No, you and I both remember that because mm-hmm. we love the name. Mm-hmm. It should just be an arrow that points back at Rancho Cucamonga. Were there yeah. Rancho Cucamonga what? Oh, Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga Mungas? Yeah. The Mungas? The Monkeys. Rancho Cucamonga Mungies. Oh, yeah. And we have the Akron. Mammoths. Mongrel Mammoth Monkeys. Ooh, Mongrel Mammoth. Oh. Rancho Cucamonga Mango. Oh, I can't even do it. Yeah, what's I'm another? The, I just hurt my tongue. The Rancho Cucamonga Kooky Monkeys. Oh, that's a good one. Because <laughs> it gets really alliteration, which really crazy. They hate. They hate it. Get right. that off my how field. Many, how many more of these? Like a thousand? Two. Okay. <laughs> Akron Rubber Ducks, the Hickory Crawdads, the Canapolis Intimidators, the Panama Life Vests, and the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. The Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. These are good. These are really good. I'm going with the Life Vests. Yeah, see, I'm feeling life vest too. Life vests, it is. Yeah, you both got it. I just like that's too. That's, that's not nobody. There's not a powerful enough life vest company to sponsor that. That's what I, I was just I, thinking. If yeah. it was, if if we all knew, like, if if life vest was like tires, like Goodyear or Firestone, right? But it's not. Life vest is like scatter it to the wind because there's a thousand fucking companies making yeah. that shit. But if one company had the had the the lock on that, the Nike there would, of life vests, right? There would be. A life vest team named okay. after that company. Yeah. But that's not the case. Nope. All right. Last one. I think this is the hardest one, too. We have that's the what? Albuquerque Isotopes. I'm just going to bowl over it. Let you say that. The Botva, or, uh, Bot, Botavia. Botavia? Sure. Muck Dogs. The Chattanooga Choo Choo's. The Greensboro Grasshoppers. The Kansas City T-Bones. It's the Isotopes. We got uh, we got two alliterations that's, here. The Isotopes is a Springfield team. Okay. If uh, they if that's a real thing, I'll freak out because I okay. it can't be because I would own Isotope gear. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the grasshoppers. Thing, you're going grasshoppers. The correct answer is the Chattanooga Choo Choo's. What? Oh, the second alliteration. Another one. Simpson reference. The Albuquerque Isotopes. I choo 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 you. 
I believe they were a real team because we tested nuclear shit there, and multiple teams have the same name. So that doesn't mm. mean that there isn't a team name that you thought of. Springfield but Isotopes. If you guys are listening out there in Albuquerque, please send Paul some gear. I would love an isotope hat. You don't wear hats. Oh, you do wear hats I sometimes. I have one hat that I wear. <laughs> wear that I don't hat. wear it here. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't realize we were playing by derby rules. No, honestly, <laughs> I wear my hat on my work days because I, I wear a hat at work. Yeah, you do wear a hat at work, but it's a work hat. It's a work hat, but then, I, but then I've got hat hair, so I've got to have a go-home hat. Oh. Yeah. Go-home hat. <laughs> Get out of here, hat. Go-home hat. Nobody wants you. All right. <laughs> Is there a nerd question? There is a nerd question. Holy fuck. This episode is like... Dude, he did an awesome job researching that. It is. This is great. So stop crying. We have our guests already sitting here. We're I, supposed to interview them. She's enjoying the hell out of this. <laughs> she's she's wrapped she with attention. Talk. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We got... Uh, I'll, I'll, blow this, I'll blow through this one quick. So also a confession. I started collecting <laughs> comics when I was seven years old. I collected many titles, but my most, my most prized possession was the Amazing Spider-Man series. Yeah. I had from number 21 to current when I sold them to make money for college. I just loved Spider-Man and still do. Mm-hmm. More recently, I've obtained the first 500 issues of the Amazing Spider-Man comics, digital PDFs, of course, and I've been re- busy rereading all of the original storylines in these comics. That being said, I had forgotten a couple of things about the early adventures of my favorite web slinger, Matt. Nerd question. Answer these Spider-Man questions about his early years. In Amazing Fantasy number 15, Spider-Man's first appearance, after Peter Parker was first bitten, he tries to earn money by wrestling. What is the name of the wrestling champion that Peter dethrones? Bruiser Brannigan, Crusher Hogan, Mahoney Mulligan, Gregory the Great, and Basher Stevens. Uh, I'm going to go with Basher Stevens. It is Crusher Hogan. Crusher Hogan. That's my second guess. I knew that one. I know you know this one. <laughs> I'm not even asking you. I just assume you know. Uh, Spider Man. I know a Paul, lot of Spider Man. Paul knows all Spider Man. Yeah. I know a lot of Spider Man. You Spid- know all. No. <laughs> I have gaps. Spider gaps. Spider gaps. Things I don't know about Spider Man. <laughs> you have spider veins. Spider veins. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, mommy needs some hose. <laughs> Gotta get some support going on here. <laughs> I almost made a mistake of saying that's the gross thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> But not even close. Not even not close. Even close. Not, not, gross, not even the grossest the thing gross today. Thing, it's the grossest thing you've said about your own body. Um, Spidey's big, but it's not, not counting poop. Yeah, right. But that's not my body. Not anymore. Uh, no, it's not. It never was my body. That's right. an internal invading force. <laughs> Spidey's biggest critic is newspaper editor J. Jonah Jameson, who yes. has a son, John, that the web slinger saved John from certain Jacob death. John Jacob Jonah Jameson. Go ahead. Uh, saves from certain death while in the line of duty. What is John's career? Policeman, fireman, politician, Coast Guard captain, astronaut. Politician. Astronaut. Damn it. Come on. He gets turned into a wolf man out in space. Fucking oh. read something. Airwolf. <laughs> when uh, Spider-Man first came on the top, superhero top scene. Top of my list. <laughs> As soon as I finish up Simon Rushdie's novel, I'm moving back over to all the Spider-Man gaps. When Spider-Man first came onto the superhero scene, he tried to join what famous superhero team? Fantastic Four, Avengers, X-Men, the Defenders, or the Teen Titans? Uh, he, none of the above. He joined the British Bulldogs. Tag team the British team. Bulldogs? He and Davey Boy Smith? Yeah. Clean it up. Wait, what are, the, what are the options again? Fantastic Four, no. Avengers, X-Men, Defenders, Teen Titans. Uh, Teen Titans. That was actually E, so you, you picked E both times, and both times you were wrong. It okay. is the Fantastic Four. Uh, who was the very first supervillain that Spider-Man faced off against? Dr. Octopus, the Vulture, Green Goblin, Sandman, or the Chameleon? 
Green Goblin. The Chameleon. Jesus. Who was Man, you are good at getting these wrong. I'm fast at getting them wrong. Yeah. Who was Peter Parker's first romantic interest? Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane Watson, Betty Bryant, or Brant, Liz Allen, Sarah Jessica Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone new, the last name is the name of Jacob's wife. Uh, uh, Liz Allen is also a Chicago improv teacher, but also the name of the person. Liz Allen is my guess. Correct. See? Paul flinched in his seat. I didn't uh, fucking yeah. flinch. I pointed at your face to make you get the goddamn answer right for once. Hope you guys did well on these. Matt did not. See you down the road sometimes. Fuck you in your slutty faces. Slappy McGee. I, thank you, Slappy. Great, great job, Slappy. That was awesome. Thanks, thank Slappy. Thank you, man. And, you uh, gave us some gold. That was total gold. And I got all of them wrong. <laughs> no, even you got better. Liz Allen dead no, on. No, you gave me Liz Allen. You're, you talked about you pointed. Your body convulsed first. <laughs> What can I say? And when I looked at you, pointed. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you're like, Listen, please, people don't know. <laughs> that was the first lot of mistakes. People Did we only get through one scoop mail in the scoop mail section? Yep. Oh, man. We are- no, we got through two. No. Nope. Oh, no. The person Boy, who reads s- them says we got through one. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> just know that we're, we're going to do the scoop cruise, so we're going to catch up. A t- we're just going to go aboard with a ton of scoop mail. We'll see how many we get done. This will be interesting. Oh, and, uh, and I'm very excited because this week, uh, start, starting this week and the month of August when we're not on the Scoop Cruise, uh, I get to come to the Bucket Shows this, this month. That's true. Oh, yeah? Yes, yeah, so I'll be at, the, I'll be at, the, at least most of the Bucket Shows. I'm not all of them this yeah. month. So it'll be, it'll be exciting. Anyone looking for a Thor-like man in the audience, you're welcome. <laughs> Jacob is coming. Thor-like look man. for the Thor-like man if you're looking for Jacob the Audio Guy. Uh, come check out the Bucket Show every Wednesday at 10 o'clock, except for the week that we are on a Scoop Cruise between the 16th and 23rd. Feel free to not check it out that week. Uh, we will be, uh, we will, there will be some comedy show in its place happening. We're still figuring that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, high hopes. You don't think we're going to... Oh, we'll okay. figure something out. Uh, we're not gonna, we, yeah. It'll just be Maybe. a monkey riding a bicycle. <laughs> I hope. That's That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm positive we can find comedians who want to put a show together on a Wednesday okay, night in you're this right. town. You're right. Um, <laughs> can't will be a good one. Uh, so, so <laughs> Landlock Scoop Fest, come to Tierney's Tavern in Montgomery, New Jersey, August 15th. Remember, it's a, it's a 3 o'clock show. We're doing a podcast and an improv show, um, and we're going to eat terrible pub food. Um, awesome terrible pub food. I have family food. coming. Did I talk about this? No. Dude, no, I'm so thrilled. We've got like, close to 60 people confirmed. Yes. Or reserved, anyway. Yes. That's not including your friends and family. Correct. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be crazy. How many people can Tierney's hold? The upstairs can hold. No, no. The upstairs can hold like 150, 200 people. Oh, great. We're going to do it. Downstairs can only hold like 80. (gasps) We're going to pack that shit out. Yeah. We're we're upstairs. Yeah. Exciting. Um, uh, What I'm laughing is that like I have like relatives. Because if you go back on my family tree, it just goes to Jersey City. Like it just That's where you all It's all from. we all are. Yeah. So there's a bunch of like cousins or like godparents, stuff like that coming from Jersey City to see this show. And I'm like, they're gonna just hear like sixty people yell like fuck you in the face. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of weird vampire Bill Cosby jokes and stuff like that. But and, as uh, Jersey people, yeah. aren't they gonna be like wicked funny? <laughs> yes. That's exactly what they're gonna do. You fucking bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that yes. was a wicked great comedy Jeez. show. Oh jeez. I wish I'd been here the whole time to hear you. Because, 
uses because Jersey City is a mix between Lowell, Massachusetts, <laughs> and, and Wisconsin, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Canada. Yeah, uh huh, exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, man. All right. I want to thank some people. Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. I want to uh, thank everyone for participating in the At Midnight campaign on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and tweet At Midnight and mention at Hey Scoops in there. You can follow us at Hey Scoops and interact with plenty of listeners. Uh, you can also follow Paul on Twitter at The Famous Paul. You can follow Matt at Sweet Matty D. You can go on Facebook and search for Matt Manley's Ice Cream Social and look for extra content there. Uh, as well as uh, we are Instagram at, at Hey Scoops. You can go to our Reddit page. Um, and also check out our Tumblr, uh, hayscoops.tumblr.com. Uh, thanks a lot. Coming up next, the star Thank you, of Fifty Shades, the parody, Tatiana Mack. Uh, we'll s- I was going to say the same thing, Dibidaz Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it's been so long since we've seen you, Matt. So glad we're having you back here in Jersey. Oh, we missed you, boy. Oh, oh it's been too long. Kiss the Jersey City Blarney Stone. <laughs> Kiss the Jersey Stone. <laughs> I'm gonna go past the Jersey Stone. Oh no. Ooh.